The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. The business of on the Pat Kenny Show with Croke Park meetings and events. Our new 50 mile menu and carbon footprint labeling make it easy to plan a sustainable event. Visit croakepark.ie. Most of us carry them, and for some, they've become more important than even our house keys and our wallets and our purses. But how are smartphones actually made? Our business editor, Joe Lynham, is here. Joe, good morning. Morning. Now, let's start at the very beginning. These devices may be manufactured in Asia, but actually designed in California. That's right. And there used to be dozens or so companies that made mobile phones, including Nokia and Ericsson here in Europe. Nowadays, there are only two major types of smartphones, uh, those that run on the Android system, which is owned by Google, and those that run on something called iOS from Apple. Both are based in California and both design the phones in our pockets and purses these days. More than six billion of them, if you can imagine that. Now, how does the whole thing start? Yeah, the process starts with engineers and designers and marketing people sitting down and thinking about what the phone should look like and what sort of features and specifications they should have. And this takes years, by the way, and costs billions. So for every phone you see on the shelves in stores, hundreds, if not thousands, of iterations of that device uh, won't have made it past quality control or marketing. Uh, and, and they will come up with the prototype of that phone and a, a kind of a mock-up. Now, then they have to find somebody or somewhere uh, to actually manufacture the things. That's right. The manufacturers will probably be involved in the making of that prototype or that mock-up, advising Apple and Android makers whether it's doable on the current system or not. And they'll probably be telling them whether to achieve a certain weight that they want to achieve. They may need to use a new type of metal or composite material. And that all costs money. And this process is highly secretive and protected. Uh, Apple and all technology companies guard their intellectual property very closely so that ideas can't be stolen. Gene Kelly is the co-founder of the law firm Brown Jacobson. For any tech company, the design of their smartphones is going to be among the most valuable intellectual property or IP that they own. And they're going to be extremely careful about who they license that IP to for the purposes of making the devices. You'd expect to see very onerous provisions in any contracts surrounding that manufacturer. Gene Kelly there, but most of the devices are actually made in... The old enemy, China. Uh, Yeah, Apple has 180 suppliers worldwide, but 150 of them are in China, with 26 uh, in Vietnam. Android phones are slightly different. They come in a variety of different brands which use the Android operating systems such as Google Pixel, Samsung Galaxy, Huawei, HTC and Sony, just to name a few. Android devices are made in a much wider variety of places, but also mostly in Asia. China is huge, of course, for Androids, but also Taiwan, Vietnam, India, and even Japan still makes millions of phones. Okay, Joe, who's the winner, Android or iPhone? Well, it appears as if Android are winning it on a worldwide level. There are far more Android devices than there are Apple iPhones out there, even though in Europe we tend to prefer iPhones. Now, uh, why is China so predominantly used? Now, there's a couple of reasons. First of all, China is cheaper for labour costs. Uh, a typical Chinese worker in one of these factories would earn 28 to 30 Chinese yuan per hour, which is around 4 euros, up to 4 euros per hour. But also there's an abundance of rare earth materials in China. Of the 17 rare earth materials known to man, 16 of them 
are used to make a smartphone and China has close to a monopoly in rare earth materials such as europium, neodymium, uh, as well as uh, important stuff such as platinum, high-grade silicon, lithium and graphite. So back to the manufacturing side of things, once all of the parts needed to make the mobile phone arrive in the factory, Apple and Android-using companies need thousands of workers to assemble the products to meet very detailed and demanding specifications. Robotics are very advanced, of course, in manufacturing, but that is more expensive than hiring humans in countries like this, which says a lot, I guess, You may have heard of the giant Taiwanese company, Foxconn. Mm -hmm. It makes the iPhone and iPad, which has at least 300,000 employees in Shenzhou in China. And many of them live in the so-called iPhone City, which is a giant campus, much bigger than Cork City. There have been accusations that the working conditions aren't great in those factories and dozens of people have taken their own lives there and there are even anti-suicide nets in some of these factories. Tim Cook is the chief executive of Apple nowadays. But before he took over from Steve Jobs, he was in charge of getting iPhones built as quickly and as affordably as possible. He chose Foxconn in China. And here he is speaking to ABC News earlier this year, talking about what's it like doing business in China. There are some complexities dealing with with business in any foreign country because you're dealing with different laws and regulations than than you're used to in your home country. Uh, But we have lots of users there who love our products and we want to serve them and give them the best user experience with the best products. And that's what our focus is. And from from a geopolitical point of view, my focus has always been on engagement. Now, COVID and global lockdowns also exposed just how dependent global brands were on China. Yeah, now we locked down here in Europe, of course, in 2020 and 2021, but they didn't come out of lockdowns fully until the start of this year. Um, And so European consumers were back consuming and they couldn't get the products that they wanted because it was mostly being made in China and that pushed up prices and caused inflation. And it highlighted the dependence on China and led to what's called nearshoring, or making things a bit cheaper in other nations. But nearshoring is bringing things closer to home uh, uh, while it's not too far away from Europe or North America. And so there are plans afoot by phone makers to wean themselves off China and start making iPhones uh, and other um, smartphones in India and other low-cost nations. Uh, Here's Gene Kelly again from Brown Jacobson on this issue. What we're increasingly seeing, both in the electronic space and in the high fashion, is more and more requirements around supply chain management and about ethical supplier programs. And that is aimed at giving greater comfort to companies such as Apple about the standards to which the phones are made and the goods are made and the treatment of the workers that are involved. And that's Gene Kelly. Uh, Final thoughts then. Uh, The iPhone, the Android phone, they're here to stay and they've kind of reached, uh, I suppose, peak in terms of what they do. That's a very good question. And I think that a lot of people say, well, what was the huge leap in change between the 14, iPhone 14 and iPhone 15 and the Galaxy equivalents? The huge leaps are getting smaller. They're getting more steps than anything else. But the price is only going one way and that is north. And so, yeah, they're here to stay. We're paying more for it. And maybe they'll be made a little bit closer to Europe and North America in the future. And probably cause more as a result. Joe Lynham, our business editor, thank you very much. Thanks, Pat. 
The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.